0: You are now listening to the Think 180 podcast from Inc. 180 Ministries in Chicago, Illinois. Hello and welcome. Please stand by. What's up, everybody? It's Chris and kyle is the think 180 podcast we haven't done this in a while we are out of practice
1: we are What's up, but we're bro? back we're
0: back i almost cussed that's how long <laughs> it's been since we <laughs> did. so yeah what uh just getting caught up we've been sitting here kyle's been setting everything up i just sit around while kyle sets everything up because i don't know what the hell this stuff does but uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff been going on so it's good to be back with y'all um got a, some cool things to talk about today uh We'll get right on into it. Let's do it. So, uh, my church, I go to uh, the Hope Collective up in Lake Zurich. And people ask me, you know, I live in Oswego, which is about an hour and 15 minutes away from Lake Zurich. And a lot of people look at me like I'm nuts for driving an hour and 15 minutes to go to church. I'm like, bro, I'm from LA. Everything is an hour and 15 (laughs) minutes away. So, it's not really a big deal. But when you find a place that you love, you drive to it. So, Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. My church is is uh just started a sermon series and I kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit cuz I think it's pretty awesome. Um I did ask my my ser- my uh, pastor about it though, but uh before we get into that, it's called really it's addressing the topic of Christianity and politics and the people, you know, people that politicize Jesus and say if you if you love Jesus, you have to vote this way or this way or you know, if you don't, then you're not really a Christian. There's people out there that actually believe that. And the last time that I checked, um, Jesus didn't wear a blue or a red tie. So <clears throat> it's interesting that the church has taken this on because I think a lot of churches are afraid to talk about it for the simple fact that they'll lose some people. Mm, definitely. And facts are facts, you know. I mean, you can believe what you want. You can vote how you want. That's why we live in this country. You have the freedom and the rights to do that. But you don't have the, you know, well, I guess you do have the right to say whatever you want to whoever you want, but um, I think there's just a different way to go about it. So we started that last week. My question to my pastor before church started was about the timing of it. Like we're right in the middle of a huge capital campaign. <laughs> like you're going to lose some people. Company. It's like, Hey, he's like, I, you gotta, you gotta prune those vines back too, you know, if you want growth. So it's interesting. And he, you know, he was talking about it. He said, there's. There's parts of the Bible that Democrats cling to and there's parts of the Bible that Republicans cling to and then they fight back and forth and and call each other names and it doesn't really get anywhere. And, um, you know, as, as Christians, it's interesting. It's been very interesting the last 10 years or so to watch this stuff because every, especially presidential election, you'll get people that post on social media, um, doesn't matter who wins the election because Jesus is still king. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And you should say that all the time. When, you're, when your person wins or loses, Yeah, you should say that. And what we're talking about in this, this sermon series is that we don't do that. you know. And um, I think there's people in this country, a lot of people, and regardless of party, that elevate politicians over God. Mm. and they've lost their faith because of it, and they've lost friends because of it, and they've lost their damn minds because of it, and um it's on both sides. It's on both sides. And I see it all the time every day in these arguments online. I try to stay offline as much as I can. Um, Thank God I've been really, really busy and don't have to sit there all day and read comments and stuff, but... um I think it's good that our church is talking about it. It's going to be interesting to see how it unfolds over these next five weeks, and we'll we'll talk about it as it goes on. But this last week just kind of laid the foundation of like rattling cages and saying, "Hey, remember who you really need to be worshiping here. Mm-hmm. It's not a president. It's not a senator. It's not a governor. The policy. It's yeah. It's uh, you know, and really at the root of things, I think we're really driving home the the fact of the matter is." you can agree to disagree with people and just you can treat them the right way. You don't have to cut people out of your life cause they think different than you. You don't have to cut people out of your life because they posted something on Twitter or, or whatever. And we've seen that in, in my church and all my friends churches, we've talked about this extensively and they're like, yeah, man, we, every political cycle, we lose about 15, 20% of our that's crazy. people in church. Well, like, I
1: mean, people. that's sad, but I, I think a lot of people make these elections. You know their politics. They end up making it their faith, their their like their true core beliefs, and it's kind of it's sickening. It really is. And they also do this other thing where you'd mentioned. You know we don't you don't want to cut people out of your lives because of what they say, or what they believe. Mm. But when it comes to politics, when it's someone who is obsessed with politics and makes it their identity when they were never like that before. I'm sorry, but like, that's where I'm like, right. all right, man, well, like when you're done talking like this and being obsessed about it, let me know. And yep. then we can be, not that we're not cool, but I'm like, I just don't want to be around you. Cause that's all you think about. And it's like, yeah. dude, there's way more to life than politics. Way more. Thank
0: God. Yeah. It's, and I'll tell you this, um, politicians on both sides of, or all sides of the fence, all parties are basically 99.999% of them are all full of crap anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I've had enough access to some of them that they'll call me. I've been getting phone calls because we got a governor's race coming up here in Illinois. I've gotten phone calls from the offices of candidates that want to see if I will come and meet with their candidate to brief them on the current state of sex trafficking. Oh, really? Because they have no clue and they want to, you know, They want to know about it. So, of course, they can say the right things in the media, like they're they're going to do something about it. When in reality, a a very small fraction of politicians actually really try to do anything to change it. Mm -hmm. Um, And just my own opinion, if you don't like this, sorry, but it's my opinion based on fact. A lot of politicians are out there buying sex. So, yeah, anytime a politician calls me and says, hey, I really want to sit down with you and, and learn more about how we can help fight trafficking, it's almost always been complete crap. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Almost always. Um, And I know other people that work in different, um, you know, with different other social issues and they say the same thing, gang violence. They get governor Mm -hmm. candidates that go and want to meet with them. And, you know, it's like then they get in office and you can never get a hold of them right when you want to get some some things put through you know there's a couple like i work with chris boss he's a state rep he's great john anthony was great to work with when he was in office but literally i can count the good ones on one hand that's yeah it's bad so yeah politicians i you know i I think at at the core of this you know and, and again we'll get way deeper into this thing as this goes on but um we just need to remember what we're supposed to be worshiping here. And it's not a politician.
1: It's bad. I mean, politicians have been using religion as a tool, as an avenue to get votes for a very, very long time. Yeah. Forever. And it's incredibly sad um, that they're able to pull it off. I feel like now they're able to pull it off more now than ever uh, with more ease now more than ever. Yeah. Especially on like those big topics like abortion or gay marriage or being gay or being trans or, you know, whatever it is. Right. At the end of the day, you know, I challenge folks to go back and, and check into those topics and then get back to re take it back to reality and what Jesus would want and what Jesus would do. Yeah. And not to get on a, a soapbox here at all. But <laughs> I mean, it's, you have to take a step back and realize even just if you're not religious at all, you're against it like what is it how does it affect you how does a gay person getting married how does that impact you negatively just because you don't like it there's a lot of things that I that you and I don't like
0: right absolutely that
1: we live with every day you not know what we do we don't we don't give it at the time of day
0: yeah I think uh...
1: that's what we need to step back and just realize you know just let people live their lives if it means yeah. bettering someone else's life let I them do i say just
0: it. be good to everybody like i right. don't have to i don't have to understand everything and i don't have to like everything but even if i don't like something that you're doing or you're about it doesn't mean i'm going to be negative towards you mm-hmm. we don't have to all be the same right you know like get over it um just some other some other things going on that i wanted to kind of bring up We've got a brand new website coming up. Um, it's been 10 years since our original website was put, put out there. We haven't updated it at
1: all. I feel like this is the Dr. Dre album that keeps being talked about, Dude, but will never is. get this it new is. website. It
0: absolutely is. <laughs> uh, it's detox for sure. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's super close. I'm working with a, uh, a great uh, group of women, team of women that are putting it together and we're doing some videos. We're doing some things that we've never had. Our, our first website was very simple, very basic, just to get info out there. Very 2011. Very 2011. Um, but we're taking it up. So, you know, if you've followed our work for any amount of time, you know that we do a lot of speaking. We do classes on social media safety, gang avoidance, gang identification, trafficking identification, and reporting, stuff like that. Um, so what we're doing is we're actually sitting down and recording video of all those um, and posting those, those will be posted on the website so that they can be accessed 24-7, 365 by schools, families, whoever, youth groups, whoever wants to use it. Um, so that's exciting. Um, whole new um, photo gallery with all of our newest stuff, removals, cover-ups, um, talking about the regular work, the, the nonprofit work, um, tattoo removal, um, activism all the stuff that we're doing it's going to be much a much deeper dive into the world of ink 180 for people that sounds um, pretty that, that's nice it's it's huge and they're doing an amazing job on it so that i have a, actually I have a call with them on monday just to get an update but it's getting it's getting close so I've been sending them huge dumps of photos (laughs) and all kinds of stuff in my Dropbox. So they're doing a great job, but, uh, so get ready for that. We'll make huge announcements when that comes along. Um, if you have followed us for a while, you know, or at least I hope you have the feeling or the impression of us that we don't really care about recognition ever. Um, even though, you know, it's nice. It's nice to be like recognized by, whoever, uh, when we do for what we do. Um, but usually I really don't care. Mm. Um, except this, we got, we just got word recently that we were chosen, um, to receive the FBI director's award for 2022. And it's, it's a huge, huge honor for us. Um, we work with, you know, some of the best law enforcement folks in the country and beyond, Um, I love working with the FBI. I know a lot of people have their opinions and I don't really care. That's your opinion. You're, you're certainly welcome to it, but I have had the privilege of seeing these, these folks work and recover trafficked victims and work with them and bring their traffickers to justice. And um, we love to, to work with them. And when we got word that we had, been chosen for this award it was really uh, it's just a really nice thing for them to do for us hmm. does it mean that we get any money or anything no absolutely not it's just a it's a recognition it's um but you know there be they'll be having a, a this big thing event in the city um, sometime in june we're waiting on the exact date um but you know, it'll be nice because, you know, the press will be there, so of course they'll inter they'll do interviews and stuff. So it'll get the word out there so more people will hear about what we do and have access to it. So that's always a good thing. But um yeah, so got that coming up. That's awesome. Yeah. Look, that's gonna be a good time. So and then I I'm sure that in the next year or so we'll have a new mayor of Chicago, so we'll probably get another proclamation from the next mayor. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Chicago, you beautiful disaster. Um, couple other just personal stuff I was I was gonna bring up. Um, so Lisa and I have three kids. Are uh, Mackenzie is twenty four, Tyler is twenty, and Quinn is sixteen. And Mackenzie has been uh, with her boyfriend Drew for gosh like five years, and last Saturday they got engaged, and. We joked about it for a long time. We're like, you guys ever going to do this? And, like, they've lived together for a couple of years. Um, But super excited for them. So I guess I got a wedding to plan. So if you're out there and you want to get a tattoo, get in here because I need to make some money. (laughs) I got a wedding to pay for. (sighs) Uh,
1: I do not miss in 11 years for me. And that was, it was fun until you see the bill, you know.
0: Well, Lisa Things and come
1: to you're like oof.
0: Right? Well Lisa and I were talking about it. we got married twenty eight years ago and our wedding was really nice. It was about a hundred people. Um and it was I think total it was like eight thousand dollars, which to us was it might as well have been a million.
1: Yeah.
0: But you know, my mom and, and Lisa's folks helped out and stuff, but um you know, just sitting here talking to that, but we want we paid everything off before the wedding because yeah. we don't want to have any debt going into our marriage. Right. There. And I was sitting there talking to Lisa. She's already in full, you know, mom planning mode already. I'm sure we'll be tasting wedding cakes in the next week <laughs> or so when she gets back from Cali. But um, no, it's fun. I'm really excited for them. They're they're great together. I see a lot of um similarities between. Lisa and I and Mackenzie and Drew for sure. And, um, you know, he did it right. He came and talked to me because he knows better. That was one of the first things
1: I asked Chris when I, (laughs) because I saw it on Facebook the other day. And then I, when I came in here this morning, I asked about it and congratulated him. Then the first thing I asked, right, was, did he come and talk to Papa
0: Bear? Yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's a great kid. So I didn't have any reason to believe he wouldn't. But he, uh, it was funny, he texted me last Wednesday, which I rarely text, we rarely text back and forth. Um, I usually just see him. Right. Yeah. And he's like, hey, could I come to the shop tomorrow and talk to you? And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and I it. knew it because they were going to Michigan last week and they went to Michigan and spent the weekend there and that's kind of their spot. And um, so he came, it was really funny. He came in and, and sat down and... He was getting all nervous. He was totally nervous, which is hilarious because, I, I mean, I've known this kid for five years, and right. we have a great relationship. But He was getting all, you know, choked up and stuff, and I told him, I was like, just take a breath. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, I know why you're here. Right. Like, take a breath. And, you know, he starts talking to me and telling me how much he loves Mackenzie, and I'm like, dude, I know that because I see it all over your face, Like, and I've known it for a long time. Like right. So like I couldn't have picked a better husband for my daughter for sure. I'm super pumped for them and excited for the whole wedding thing and um I'm sure I'm going to have to sit with Lisa and watch Father of the Bride and Father of <laughs> the yes. Bride to like on repeat until they say <laughs> I do. But uh that's all right. I like Steve Martin. So Yeah. Um no, no, it's just exciting. It just makes me feel a little old to know that I'm going to be walking one of my girls down the aisle in the not so distant future. That's yeah, crazy, man. That's yeah.
1: something you, you really don't think about. And then when it, you think about it like once in a blue moon, but then yeah. you're like, ah, you know, whenever that comes, it comes, no big deal. But then when it comes, you're like, oh. right. not that I would know, but I can only imagine like trying to put myself through it. You're like, man, that's, that's crazy, man. Like, where does time yeah. go? yeah
0: well it's cool because it wasn't like oh god but it was just it was pure excitement you know it's like I'll deal with that stuff I know I'm old I'm, I'll be 51 next month and it's like oh, okay yeah. it's old for me yeah it's old for somebody who didn't expect to turn 18 that's yeah for sure. that's true so it's fun man I'm excited for them and super excited for her I like I just I love seeing her happy and she's extremely happy so got that going on Um, also another personal thing I wanted to talk just briefly on, um, that is really made a huge impact. So, um, I've talked about it quite a few times that I haven't really had much of a relationship with my dad since my parents divorced. And when I turned 50 last year, (laughs) um, you know, I had made all the physical health improvements, um, to get myself healthy and still doing great with all that. I'm, you know, 116 pounds down and feel great. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Absolutely Um, amazing, man.
0: Mental health wise. I feel really, really great. Um, better than I had in a long time, but I was kind of, you know, taking inventory, um, right after I turned 50 and kind of looking at my life and things that I need to work on. And, um, I talk about second chances all the time. I talk about grace all the time. And I talk about that stuff with a lot of people that society wants to pretend don't exist. Former gang members, former drug addicts, um, whatever the case, people in prison. um, And I was thinking about it and I was like, where am I not doing this in my life that I need to be? And it was a really hard thing. It really hit me like I really wanted to end all this um, years and years and years of anger with my dad. And um, every year on my birthday, I would get a text from him. And I thought it was an automated thing. And all it it would say every year is, happy birthday, son. Every year, exactly that text on my birthday Uh at like right at noon. And I was like, I wonder if he set this up to just (laughs) automatically send me a text, you know? So I sent a response to it a couple months after my birthday. And he texted me right back. And I was like, holy crap. This is a real number. And at first, we were just texting. And I kind of went in on him with both feet and I was really angry and uh, <laughs> it kind of went something to the effect of, um, you have three amazing grandchildren that you just don't even know. And how does that not kill you every night? You know, forget about me and Lisa, right. but how do you live with that? You know, cause he knew about him. He just didn't know him. And I I was really, um, angry and he was responding and was like, well, you know, I know, I know that. Yes, it does. It does bother me deeply. Um, and he said, I think that we should just get on the phone. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't know if I could do it. So I, anyway, I waited a couple of weeks and I said, okay, let's, let's talk. And we get on the phone and it was great it was um, both of us saying okay look we cannot change what happened in the past we can't take away what happened in the past it is there it's not going away we both know about all that Um, but what we can do at 50 years old and 71 years old is we can get to know each other now and I was like okay you know and it was it was so weird because I didn't know if I wanted that or not I didn't know if I really wanted it and um, so anyway we we talked and we decided that we were just gonna talk on FaceTime once a week let's just do that Mm -hmm. and because I didn't want Um, I didn't want to bring everybody into it. I didn't want to bring my kids into it or Lisa, um, until I knew like, this is really going to happen or this is really going to stick, you know? Um, so anyway, we, we had talked for a number of months every week and it was great. And he had had some health issues that we talked about. He's, he's fine. Um, you know, he was a two-pack-a-day smoker for my whole life, and his uh, his femoral arteries in both legs were, like, 95% blocked, and oh. so he had stents put in and all that. Mm-hmm. If you looked at a picture of him, you wouldn't think he's my dad because he's, like, 150 pounds. He's <laughs> he's a toothpick, you know? Um, But he's, like, he's quit smoking. He's not drinking. He's, like, all of it, and he's just seemed so different. And I was like, you never know, you know, like, is this just a f- like, is this a, a cover? Is like
1: mm-hmm. he
0: acting like this with me on the phone and then he gets off the phone and he goes back to old, old him, you know? Right. So anyway, I, I got an invitation to go down to Jacksonville, Florida, um, a few months ago, two and a half months ago, mm-hmm. I guess, and, uh, speak at, uh, a partner of ours and, um, I went down, my dad lives in Ocala, Florida, which is north of, or north of Orlando, about an hour from Jacksonville. So I called him up and I said, hey, I'm coming to Jacksonville to do some work. I said, if you want, I could extend my trip a few days and I could come, come see you. And he was like, are you serious? Like, yeah. I said, if you're ready for it, I'll, I'm, I'm good with it. He said, yeah, absolutely. I said, come. All right. So I set it up. I went, I did my work, got that finished. And then I got in my rental car and drove, um, to Ocala and I wasn't really nervous about it. Cause we'd been talking a lot right. and, but I was a little nervous. You know, it's just, right. it was weird. And, um, I get there, gives me a hug. We sit down, we just start talking on the back porch. He lives in a golf course community. We're sitting on the back porch overlooking the eighth green and having a beer and just talking. And it was great. And, um, I think we were up till like 11 o'clock that night, just sitting out outside, talking, hanging out. Wow. And finally we were both like wiped and we're like, we got to go get some sleep. Tomorrow we'll pick this up. And my dad who was never, he never showed emotion ever. Was never a very, was not like a a hugger or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He gives me a hug and he starts crying, and I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" And all he said was, "Thank you," and it was it was powerful um, because I like I said, I've never seen him show any kind of emotion or express love like that ever. Um, and he, I spent those three days and then I came home and I had an opportunity to go back to Jacksonville, um, with KE again. And, um, I called him up and said, Hey, I'm coming down. He's like, are you going to come spend some time? And I was like, if you want me to, I will. Yeah. I'd love to went, stayed for a few days. This time I took Tyler with me Wow. and, um, because my dad has, my dad has played guitar it was in fact it's one of the few like positive memories i have as a kid was just sitting around listening to my dad play guitar Mm -hmm. and so these guitars that he has are like at least 45 years old well he had told me when i was there the first time that he you know in his will he has those guitars going to tyler and one is a 12 string one is a six string the 12 string he can't even he can't play anymore because he's you know, his hands are getting right. a little frail and stuff. So Tyler um, came with me, and he, t- my dad told me, he's like, I want to give him that guitar while I'm still alive to hear him play it. And so we flew down. I did my, my stuff and uh, my work and then went to my dad's with Tyler, and it was awesome. Um, I have a video of it, and uh, my dad put the guitar out on the patio, And there was a fresh pack of strings sitting there. And he asked Tyler, he's like, hey, can you restring this for me? Mm -hmm. And you can, you know, check it out. Tyler had no idea he was giving it to him. Tyler restrings this thing. And I'll never forget the sound and the tone of this guitar. Mm -hmm. And um, the minute Tyler finished it, tuned it, he just strummed it open. And I was like, chills. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember it. And then he's sitting there and he starts just playing stuff on it. And I'm like loving it. My dad's crying and Tyler's like, what, you know? And uh, so he sat there for like an hour and played it. And it was, it was just so cool to see my son get to play guitar with my dad. So it was a, it was a super powerful thing. And then of course my dad gives him the guitar and, and Ty just absolutely loses his mind. Um, It's a, Anybody that's listening that knows music will know how big of a deal this is. So it's mm-hmm. a um, it's a Taylor 12 string. So Robert Taylor started the Taylor guitar company in San Diego, California, I think in like the late 60s in his house. Mm-hmm. And um, what he would do is he would make these guitars. He'd put them. He'd fill a van and he'd just drive across the country and sell them in, in music stores. It's crazy. My dad bought this one in 1970, 75, 76, in a music store in Minneapolis. And um he's taken amazing care of it. It's like it's brand new. Wow. Uh he puts it in a humidifier like every uh, winter. It's like he babies this thing. It's like his Ferrari from Ferris Bueller's day. Right. On. And um uh, but anyway on the inside of every guitar there's a a plaque, kinda like a Vin plaque, right? right. With all the details on it. And, well, if you buy a, a Taylor guitar now, it's got like a metal placard that's stamped, it's got Robert Taylor's signature stamped into it. Mm-hmm. This one has Robert Taylor's signature in pen written cool, in hand. Man. And uh he's had it appraised and people are like, It's literally it's priceless. You can't <laughs> <laughs> you know. And now Tyler plays that damn thing every night. That's little, awesome. I man. love it. So but um good stuff. So, well, that's great to hear man uh, that's
1: it's absolutely yeah. amazing to hear that you're able to have that happen
0: It's been awesome um the the thing that hasn't happened yet that's going to be the the struggle is telling my mom cuz she <laughs> she will not be happy about it but I'm yeah. going to have I'm going to have a pretty pointed conversation with her about it too like look <laughs> I can't I can't think this way towards these folks and not towards him like mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. I'm not I'm done picking and choosing who I show that grace to. So it's been really good and and um I think Lisa and I are probably going to go down there whenever we can afford to and spend some time with them cuz she had some really strong feelings against oh, right. me talking to him and mm-hmm. you know she she's seen the ugly side of what that relationship had done to me, right? Um and has been there this whole time. To help pick up those pieces, so but she's totally open to you know starting fresh and and everything too. So she's not holding anything against him in any way. So
1: a lot of stuff I can feel how big of it's a lot relief that is, and and how just going there nervous, not knowing in the back of your head that it could still go sideways. Yeah, right. You you were I mean yeah you'd been talking you kind of prepped it for a while and. But still, you know, you're expecting, you know, to get your hand bit, so to
0: speak, right? Yeah, you never know. You know, there's people in your life that you never know how it's going to go. And I was very pleasantly surprised how it's been. And it's definitely, it's not an act. I think think him going through his health stuff kind of opened his eyes to a lot of things in his life. And, you know, I I know what that's like going through the health crap, Mm -hmm. so... Um, no, he's he's definitely not the same person I remember, and that's a good thing. That's
1: that. I mean, for someone like that to change their attitude, their yeah. behavior, the way they, the way they treat you. I mm. mean, God, I, I can't fathom that in my situation right now.
0: Someday so he, you, you will.
1: You he, 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 hearing it from you, it's it's really like yeah, it's pretty powerful.
0: I hope that someday you will. Cause it's it's powerful, and I you know I get people in here that talk about the same kind of stuff, and I'm like, hey, it took me this many years to get to this point. You know, it t- it's time. It is time. So, but uh, yeah, we'll talk about more more of that stuff. So I'd love to get him on here one time if we get him up here. That'd be He's cool. Up. He's already talked about coming up. So, <sighs> so anyway, the last thing I wanted to to bring up is an event that we're excited about we haven't done an open house here for a long time i don't think we've done one since we opened if i'm being honest like a big one so lisa and i were kind of kicking it around with this whole fbi director's award thing and the 10th anniversary of the ministry like let's do an open house um and so what we're going to do it's june 26th from noon until five it's a sunday afternoon um after church of course because you know how we roll um gotta give you
1: an hour and a half to get back here yeah so we're yeah right
0: we're gonna have um our doors open we're gonna have our federal law enforcement partners we're gonna have local law enforcement partners we're gonna have some of our safe house partners here talking about what they do basically what we want to do is just kind of open the doors and let people meet the folks that we get to work with Um, to make a difference in the lives of survivors Uh, it's really focused on the sex trafficking side of things Um, it seems to be the area that most people are interested in most often so um, I think it's timely especially with summer so we're going to be talking about social media stuff so we're going to have a lot of of fun stuff going on we're going to have food trucks out here music Um, if you've been in the shop and you've seen one of the so I have tons of art hanging in the shop obviously right Um, And there's one artist, a man named Corey Smith, whose art I have all over the shop is my favorite artist. Um, And he does the pencil drawings, if you've been in the shop, that are just absolutely incredible and mind-blowing. I reached out to Corey and told him we were having this event. And I was like, hey, if you want to come down and sell some of your prints, I would love to to open the doors for you. Because he does incredible work in the community with Mm -hmm. veterans, too, uh, with some of the proceeds of his work. And animals so he's just a great great guy and a absolutely unreal artist so um we're gonna have more on that on social medias and everything coming up hopefully by then our website will be up <laughs> so we'll be able to unveil that it's a lot of good stuff so june 26th it's a sunday from noon to five ink 180 27 stonehill road unit d you'll see all the madness going on in the parking lot so come on in we would love it it's, fr- it's uh, definitely family friendly so bring the kids and that's it Alright right. Love y'all be good But if God got us Then we gon' be alright We gon' be alright We gon' be alright We gon' be alright Do you hear me? Do you feel me? We gon' be alright We gon' be alright